Hello, and welcome to Getting Ready for the Holiday Shopping Season. My name is Kevin Frost, and I've worked in the IT and digital marketing field for well over 10 years now. I have helped many different businesses find, fix, and build their online presence, making it so that they're able to sell both online and in person. So before I get started, though, again, I'd like to thank everyone for attending and a special shout out to Dominique and the Hub team and Cahoots for sharing this information and the event, kind of making this thing whole happen. So to, uh, to further support this workshop, I recommend submitting questions throughout this whole thing. Uh, if you have questions, type them out in chat, um, get them out there. Don't wait till the very end, although we will have a Q&A at the very end. So be prepared to learn a few things. Um, I'm excited that you're here with us because today we're talking about getting ready for this holiday season. And if you are already online shopping on Amazon Prime, don't worry, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll be talking a little bit about that. But today we're focusing more about how your small business can really succeed this holiday shopping season. So now is the time to plan for the holidays. But first, let's go over today's agenda. All right. So we'll touch on some of the potentials that this year's holiday shopping season has to offer just you as an individual business owner, along with why digital marketing is so essential for being online and how to list all of your individual products and or services online. We'll go over some of the basic SEO and things that are really easy to understand um, or search engine optimization for those of you who don't know and a few promotional strategies and how to become an advertiser yourself. So we'll also go over some tips for setting yourself up for success this holiday season. And of course, that Q&A at the very end. All right, so without further ado, let's jump right in. The 2023 holiday projections and statistics are up. Yet again this year, people are projecting that more and more sales will be happening. People will be spending more money this year than previous year. But if your product has something to sell, like your business has a product, um, it's important to sell on every season, not just this holiday season. But specifically during this shopping season, this is when people are looking for gifts uh, for their friends, families, colleagues, even their clients. It's also sometimes when people decide to splurge and treat themselves uh, to something really special. But every year, the stats show that people are willing to spend more and more money, specifically around the holiday season. According to RetailDive.com, the 2023 holiday retail sales are predicted to grow another 4% from last year. Now, 4% might not sound like a whole big jump, but that means billions and billions of more dollars will be spent this year more than last and that same report shows that November 2023 to January 2024, the estimated sales are to re be able to reach to $1.5 trillion. That's a lot of money. Um, and while the projections represent more of a moderate growth than last year, so for example, last year we grew uh, online sales and just uh, with this holiday season, in 2022, the sales jumped 8%. So it was a bigger jump last year than what's projected this year, but still, uh, even just e-commerce sales are expected to rise yet again, somewhere upwards of $280 billion. At least that's estimated. 
But all these statistics aside, it's really never too early to be prepared, especially when it comes to your business and getting things ready for your customers. So this webinar and some of the information I show you today really help you make the most out of this holiday sales season um, and even help you prepare for next year as well. But before we go too much further into this, I want to ask our attendees today, I want to be able to learn a little bit more about who's actually showing up here. And in order for me to better understand who's here, please in the chat, type out your name and your business name so we know who's all here. And if you have a retail store, like a brick and mortar place that people come in person to buy, type one after your business name. If your business is specifically in e-commerce, that means you only sell online. You don't have a brick and mortar place, but you do have products. Type in your business name in the chat and type two. But if your business is mainly a service-based business where you're going to your customers, um, type the business name in the chat and type three. So I'll give you a second to do those, to do that. Um, but again, one for retail, two for e-commerce, and three for service-based businesses. Anthony at Turnham Red Seasonings, good to see you again, sir. Tina Santos, I know you're out there. There she is. Who's the Luna? There you go. Mm -hmm. Beautiful businesses, for sure. And if you guys wanted to learn more about some of these statistics, by the way, you can always go to retaildive.com, specifically the holiday sales and uh, increased predictions. I like to try to include where I'm getting my data from so that people can understand a little bit more about it. Well, perfect. I am going to be focusing more on the digital marketing and e-commerce side of the holiday season, um, the 2023 holiday projection season, but every single type of business can benefit from the information that I'm projecting today. So again, take it and utilize what you can. All right. A lot of information here, but where do you start? It can be really difficult to even think of like, okay, there's so many things that I need to do, but where do I even start with this? Um, and it's really important to tailor your specific strategy to fit your business type and your customer's needs. So today, again, I'm be focusing more on the digital marketing and e-commerce side, but it's applied, all this information can be applied to all business types. For the retail and e-commerce businesses, this year specifically, you'll need to be very strategic. Uh, many of the projections are optimistic, saying that there will be more sales in general, but right now I've noticed a trend where customers are in no need or no rush to spend. There's no like huge items that a lot of people are like, hey, I've got to have these items this year. Um, instead, people are spending really only on essentials and a lot less of the discretionary products. But don't worry, they're just waiting till the right time and the good deals. A lot of people are procrastinating. Never heard that one before, right? No one ever procrastinates and waits till the last day to get things done um, or buys the gifts for their kids the last day. But in general, for retail businesses, it's really good to focus on those in-store promotions and visual merchandise. You want those people to be able to see something that is compelling them to buy. Uh, it's really easy to start on your holiday collection. And this goes for all three industry types. 
you can get your holiday collection geared up and started now. Stock up on those best sellers and seasonal items. You do not want to run out of stock. And think about possibly either reducing store hours on days that you know are going to be slow or extending hours for in-store shoppers. Nothing is worse than when you have a buyer or buyers with money in hand ready to spend, but a closed door, uh, a closed sign on the door. Never a good thing. For e-commerce businesses, optimizing your website and your service space to allow for additional shoppers online is really important. Plan holiday-themed online campaigns, not just information on social media, but email campaigns and more. Uh, also, make sure their SEO is on point. Utilize those email and social media marketing campaigns and implement flash sales. Those are things that just, hey, we're doing this for one or two days. It really entices people to buy now rather than waiting. For the service-based businesses, and again, I'm not going to go through every single like one through 10 item here. These are just some broad suggestions on where you can start. But for the service-based businesses, think about offering holiday packages still. Train staff for those on, on those high demand timeframes and for the slow periods, especially for service-based businesses. Sometimes you know things are going to be slow. So prepare yourself and your employees for that. Stock up on any necessary materials, engage in local SEO, stuff that's happening near you, and plan for crisis management. So that way, when half the staff gets sick at their family or the company party, your business can still be running. Something that every single one of these business types can also do today to help plan for this holiday season is to start on your holiday graphics. All your digital marketing stuff, your banners, your email flyers, anything that you know that you know you're going to need, get started on creating it now. And if you need to, if you need a little bit of help getting started, I've created this Google Doc that has, share that link there. It has at least some information um, on some quick to-dos that you can get done and start checking off. I suggest copying and pasting your specific industry type and marking off those things as you go. There's a lot of things to do. And as a business, there's a full laundry list of things that you have to get done before this holiday season. So you really want to get started sooner rather than later. <clears throat> all right. When it comes to local SEO, all three business types can benefit from this. If you've met with me before or worked with me before, one of the first places that I say is more important than even your website is getting your Google business profile up and running. Now, this is the link that I just shared is to getting your Google business profile locations. And what the Google business profile is, if you're not familiar with, it's a digital place for your business where you get to be able to put all of the most important pieces of information about your business. And with it, you get to have this enhanced profile that you get the visibility right on the front page of Google, especially when people are already searching for you. It helps you build trust. You get customers engagement. You get to see analytics specifically about your Google business profile, and it even is free advertising for your products. It's an amazing free tool. Along with the Google business profile, it's really important to have your Apple business profile and your Bing for places listing up in general. I do recommend having a Yelp business listing as well. 
buyers beware when you're going through that process. I share those two links in there too. When you're setting up the Yelp business page, um, again, it is free. I recommend not putting any credit card details in it at all um, and not paying for anything until everything is really well done and optimized, especially on the Yelp side. Now, the reason why I recommend starting with a Google business profile is because that's the place that you can put the most amount of information. Plus, if you're wanting to show up on Google or rank high on Google's search engine, it's the best way to do it is by getting your Google business profile well-optimized. What you're really doing is telling Google, the company, hey, here's what I have to sell, and this is the place where people can go to buy it. So, of course, Google is going to rank you higher than a lot of others. But when it comes to getting your business information optimized on all these platforms, it's really important to get your NAP, or your NAP information, and citations squared away. And that's what this is, getting your name, address, and phone number consistent across all online platforms, along with your website. Try to include, if your business has a map point, try to include a map on your website showing where your business is at along with all of that important information, like your address and phone number. Now, once you've got these platforms started, you can really then get your online to offline strategy brewing. And what that means is that you're trying to get people to not just buy online and then be done, but it helps convince people to visit you in person. And for some of those e-commerce businesses, you can get them to uh, come to your next event that you're going to be at or that you're going to be hosting or um, the next stall that you're going to be putting up together. Uh, so it's it, there's still value in getting that online or O2O strategy in place. An easy way, if you're not for sure on how to get local content in place for your business, or for example, if you're an e-commerce business, it can be a little more difficult uh, because you're trying to sell to the globe everyone and everyone, anyone and everyone can buy from you. But if you're localized and you have a brick and mortar store, it's a little bit easier. An easy way to think of local SEO is that it's really important to include all the local aspects of the things around you and your business. So for example, what events and activities or things you've sponsored before or things and places that you're already a part of. Those are the places to think about like the local chamber of commerce, the information that, you're, that your business is located in, what's that city, what's the most recent event that your business has attended. Those sorts of things are how you can get local SEO up and running for your business. And again, if you still don't quite understand it, the easiest way to kind of put it into perspective is imagine if you're playing hide and seek and you want to be found. You could tell people, hey, I'm hiding behind the big oak tree in my backyard. If you told somebody that, they'd know, okay, I know exactly where your house is and I know where that big tree is. It makes sense. That's where your localized content is at. So that way, when somebody is, for example, searching for best cupcake in Gilbert, you have an option to pop up if you're a cakery. But if you are a sub sandwich shop and somebody is looking for a mobile mechanic, you should not be popping up. So getting your or your uh, business profiles up and running is really an important factor. One way to optimize that information is, or at least update that business information, is by looking at your business description 
updating it if you can, your service areas, so how far your company is willing to provide services, and the specific categories that your business has and can be listed as. By just doing those three things, your business profile can be that much more optimized, along with updating those holiday graphics that we were talking about earlier. All right, so that's some of the free ways to advertise your business. But in order to unlock the power of targeted advertising, you'll have to pay to play. But pro tip, before you move on to this step where you're thinking about even paying for an online ad, I recommend claiming, verifying, and optimizing, and or just updating all of the free platforms that you can. The Google, Yelp, Apple Maps, Bing, all the social media profiles. Make sure all of that stuff is in place. Your website is updated with the right products. You've got all the graphics in place and posted and published live. That way, if you're paying to show up, you want to make sure your best foot is put forward. And if you don't, you end up paying for these impressions, these views that don't help you build customer trust, um, which then if you're not building that customer trust and not winning that customer over, you're not even getting that loyal customer base that you could be utilizing in the future. So don't throw away your money away and your time away just for those impressions where somebody's going to see something and quickly move on to a competitor that can deliver on what they're looking for. So once you've laid down the, the foundation, though, for a really successful paid advertising campaign by optimizing all of those digital assets and platforms first, you can really start then laying the groundwork down for creating an, a successful ad campaign that will help stretch those marketing dollars. All right, boosting your product views with paid ads is extremely important. It is by far, hands down, the fastest way to drive sales, stand out, and just be found online in general. Nobody likes them. I purposely, me, honestly, I don't click on ads if I have the chance to. Um, but even though nobody really likes them, they work. If they didn't, they wouldn't exist. So I'm only going to lightly touch on each of these different advertising platforms. But what I'm going to do instead of going in depth on every single, you know, Google, Google ads or, you know, meta business ads that you can do, I'm just going to specifically talk about like the benefits of which like each platform and why you might want to advertise on that platform versus another. Plus, um, if you are looking to advertise on one of these platforms, it might be worth talking to somebody that specializes in just doing ads for businesses. That way they can give you the really the details that you might be looking for. All right. Without further ado, though, the number one place if you're going to do ads is going to be on Google. Google ads are there, and they're one of the most uh, highest successful ad campaigns that you see. They give you chances to do retargeting, video ads, 360 ads. Like it's really a full advertising platform, if you will. You're able to target both local and global customers. Um, plus, if you have a product to sell, like you have a physical item, what I said just doing is getting on Google Merchant Center, which oh, I do not have a link, but you feel free to Google it, Google Merchant Center. You can actually get your products on Google for free both on your Google business profile 
and through the Google Merchant Center. And by getting on the Google Merchant Center, it allows you to connect to your Google ads. That way you can publish those ads everywhere. On the shopping tab, there's, there's millions of people searching on Google specifically for shopping items. So if you have that on there, it's really, it's, it's a great place to start. If you are a service-based business, like a plumber or an electrician or restoration company, there's places called Google Global Services Ads. And now this is separate than the Google ads that you're probably familiar with, um, excuse me, but they're local service ads that Google will even put their name down saying, hey, I believe and trust in you using this company. And if something goes wrong with that service, Google will actually pay you back any of the cost of the service provider. So it's worth checking out Google local services if you have, are a service-based business. The next big player, if you will, when it comes to advertising is not just Google, but it's the meta business suite, which includes Instagram, Facebook, um, and while Threads being the newest meta product, social media wise, um, there is no current way to pay to advertise on meta threads. So not there yet, but I guarantee you it'll, it'll probably be coming here soon. Then there's a few additional platforms, just, just a couple. Um, <laughs> there's there. Okay. There's a lot of other places that you can pay to show up online. Um, Google being the biggest one to show up in various places now you can really target to see, okay, what social media channel would work best for me? The best way to answer which one would work is by looking in yourself and analytics and seeing what you already are the most successful on. So for example, if you have, are on TikTok and you have thousands of views or hundreds of thousands of views, but your you know, LinkedIn page gets one like, it's probably more important to advertise on TikTok. But if you don't do video ads, but instead you do like really quick real-time announcements, X or Twitter ads might be the place for you. And so I'm just going to go down this list and kind of throw out some highlights on each one and, and why you might use one over the other. But as I was saying, X ads, also known as Twitter, is for real-time marketing. If you're wanting to push an event that's happening very soon or just started, you want to have an announcement that only lasts for so long. Um, those are the types of things that you'd go on Twitter for. It makes it a little bit more unique than some of the other um, social media profiles as well. LinkedIn itself, it does have advertising that you can do. While I haven't seen it as successful as some of the other platforms, it's really built around business to business or B2B customers. Now, Pinterest being excellent for like lifestyle fashion or really like home decor products, it's it still can be worth advertising on, but Pinterest ads are a lot more for people that are looking actively for inspiration. It's they're not trying to purchase something, they might be looking for an idea that they can create themselves. Um, so again, don't expect a whole bunch of sales to come through Pinterest. Still it's possible, but that's usually where people are looking for inspiration for things. Snapchat and TikTok are great if your audience is geared more towards the younger audience, but you'll have to engage those audience members with very short form video content. 
believe me, when you're trying to record something and you're like trying to get a video out there, it's so easy to hit over 10 minutes of just talking and, and getting stuff out there. But these videos aren't 10 minutes long or even a minute long. Some of these are like six to eight seconds long. And that's what does the best on some of these platforms, short form content. Now, TikTok specifically, they offer various ad formats, including like in-feed videos where your video can pop up um, or branded challenges um, or even sponsoring where you can go through the influencers that are already having, they already have the audience, they already have the viewers, and then you sponsor something to where they'll at least talk about your products. So it's worth checking out if you haven't already. Then there's the YouTube, which Google does own YouTube, but it's different than Google ads or map ads. YouTube specifically is just for video content. You guys have probably seen it before when you're about to play an ad or sorry, play a video that ad pops up at the beginning. If it's a, um, a video that has lots of views, they'll do another ad somewhere in the middle of the video. Um, there are sponsorships that you can do with some of the influencers, but then there's even an ad at the end of the video. So YouTube can be very worthwhile doing, especially if you're looking for somebody just to learn more about your business. Amazon, kind of obvious. It is more expensive than some of the other places, but Amazon itself is a great place to do advertisement if you're a product-based business, along with a place that a lot of people might not think about or maybe you've never even used, but is Reddit. Reddit specifically gives you the ability to really get into niche markets or like niche communities, people that are actually active and like and or not like specific things online. Um, plus, you're able to do sponsored posts and displayed ads. Um, but even more than just advertising, you don't even have to pay in some places when it comes to Reddit. It's just about getting the content out there. So really, by learning certain social shopping cues and getting all of these things optimized, you can be way ahead of the competition. Now, advertising on these platforms are not free. But if you're a... Uh, nonprofit, there are some advertising platforms that like Google that you can get a certain amount of money from. Um, Yelp, Google, and a few other places, they will sometimes do dollar matching advertising. So if you spend $250, they will match it and spend another $250 with you. But be aware that if you're not already geared up and set up for many people to view and or buy your product or service, you're essentially paying for nothing. Those people will come, they will see, and they will quickly move on unless those things are really in place. Um, but if you have a campaign in place, for example, like an email campaign, you can get subscribers or people that are subscribing into or opting into your email campaigns, which is really crucial for customer retention and engagement. So it's just getting that people like, oh, hey, yes, I do exist. I have bought something from them. Um, and that's the newest thing. Now, I don't have it up on the screen here, but Grandview Research, which is a, another statistic research company, they estimated that social media e-commerce represented more than 11% in global revenue in 2022. So that means that a lot of money is being spent on the uh, social media platforms that people are on every single day. Now, me... I'm a little bit more of a technology-based person. I can usually tell when something's an ad. 
but that doesn't mean that everybody can. And even if somebody sees something that it is an ad, they are sometimes inclined to buy and will look at that ad and, and go into details about it. So be very cautious about throwing social media out the window. Um, even if you personally don't post too often, it could be very, very beneficial for your business to be posting online. Now, let's say you've got all the free stuff out of the way. You maybe have one advertising platform that you might want to do. You're kind of unsure, should I pay, should I not pay? And if you want to project what your own results could be this holiday shopping season, I recommend looking at last year's analytics. Something that a lot of people overlook unless they get it emailed directly to them, what the analytics were for the previous year. Don't throw all that data out. Believe me, it's super valuable. Data is your friend. Use it to refine all of the digital marketing strategies in person, online, and anywhere else that you can. Some business platforms, like, for example, the Google Business Profile, come with analytics installed, ready to go. But the downfall is on the Google Business Profile, you can only go back six months. So if you're trying to look for last year's analytics for this holiday season, you're out of luck. Unless you go to the Google Business profile dashboard. Now this is something, this is actually where you used to have to go to manage your Google business profile, but there's that link again. Um, in here, you can actually click on the business type and click on the actions at the top right and click on either discovery and or phone calls and within a certain time. And what that does is it basically sends all of the information um, between two date periods that you can go back further than six months. That's the analytics just for your Google business profile. You probably have all those other free listings plus social media channels and your website. So getting all of that data in one place can be a little bit more tricky. Um, something that I recommend doing if you have a website and where it doesn't already have analytics is double checking to make sure, well, one, check your analytics every so often. And if you have missed the boat here these last few months, Google Analytics 3, or Universal Analytics was what Google used to have, is no longer working. That means that if you haven't checked your Google Analytics in some time, you might not be getting or collecting any data or analytics on your customers that are visiting your website. So double check your website to make sure that you have the updated or newer version of the uh, property, the Google Analytics 4. So here is the Google Analytics link for you. Google Analytics is free to use as well, so I highly recommend using it. Even if you're trying to track your app purchases or you know anything that regards that is in regards to people finding you online and what they're doing on your website, Google Analytics is there for you. Other platforms and business listings all have their own set of analytics, like each individual social media platform, like I mentioned. Facebook's Meta Business Suite will have its own version of analytics. It's really important for you to see which platform you're already being the most successful at. Which one do you get the most views at? Which one comments? What kind of platform do you already get the engagement on? That's the place where I recommend either one, if you're going to pay for ads, where you go, or two, you know, try some A and B testing, get your, uh, 
your users or your consumers involved in what you have to sell. Uh, ask them, hey, does this look better or does this look better? A lot of people like being included in those types of things. So it's worth asking. When you're looking at your analytics though, it's a good idea to think about what you can do to make things a little bit more user-friendly. Try to quicken the shopping to checkout process as much as possible. You don't want people sitting in that shopping cart for too long. And then of course, understand what users intent is when they're on your website or platforms. What are they doing most often than not? Are they trying to call your business? Are they trying to set up a meeting with you? Are they doing a contact form? What does that look like? And what does success look like to you? Understanding what that is and what that success number could be really helps you plan ahead, especially for this holiday season. So we're getting towards the end of the presentation. I didn't wanna make this too long, too drawn out, but some pro tips, especially for you guys who are already procrastinating and don't know where to start yet. Some things that you can do now to help you be prepared is to start with the end in mind. Work backwards. Say, think to yourself, if I want to do a Black Friday sale, ask yourself, when do you want to send out the announcement that your company's even doing a Black Friday sale? A week before Black Friday? Two weeks before Black Friday? Mark that date on a calendar. Set that deadline saying, hey, everything has to be done by that point in time so I can send out the uh, announcement then that, hey, we are doing this sale. You don't want to be stuck Thanksgiving night saying, ah, oh, crap, I got to send that email that we're doing Black Friday tomorrow. Um, it's you're, you're too late already at that point. Some ways that you can be a little bit creative when it comes to marketing, though, or creating promotions like everyone likes discounts and sales and such, but something a lot of people are expecting when they are buying an online product is to get free shipping. And if you don't know how to like make that work for your business, um, especially if you're a service-based business, for example, if you're a product-based business or an e-commerce business, try to work the pricing of shipping within the product. Um, something that you can do, I know it's a little bit more challenging, but you can offer a gift with a purchase. So for people that buy over a certain dollar amount, they get this X free gift. Or if they buy a certain amount of product, like, you know, five packs of seasoning, they can get two free. Something along like that. Um, it's a really effective sales tactic to get people to buy that next um, that next package or that that next item that could really be worthwhile for them because they get that free stuff too. Again, choose your promotion wisely and create those graphics early. Don't want to wait until you've already locked in your promotional strategy and then you come to realize that you have no new content to share, especially if somebody's purchased something from you in the past and they come back again and see that same image and it's been over a year already. Um, it's not going to look too great. So doing so and all of these things really helps you create a cohesive marketing theme Plus, it'll help you build all of the campaigns across all of the different platforms. So to recap today, holiday sales are projected yet again to go up. So stock up if you can. Reduce your stress this year by not procrastinating and planning, getting things done ahead of time. 
update your look and your graphics to be a little bit more cohesive when it comes to marketing online uh, and post your business online along with your products. If you have any new products or anything like that, I recommend creating updates on the Google business profile. The same updates that you do in your social media channel, you can do in your Google business profile as well. Look at last year's analytics. That way you can have a better idea of what to expect um, and what this year could look like for you. And if you are going to advertise, do it strategically and purposely and don't let all of the other things slide off. Believe me, all of the free listings still hold quite a lot of value. Thank you for attending today's webinar and your attention throughout the entire presentation. Again, thank you for getting ready for the holiday shopping season. Thank you.